Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. Hello guys, how are you Hello. doing? Welcome back for another week. Thank you for tuning in. Again. Got myself, Kalisha here. I'm Sam. The one and only thing, Tim Jay. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying something new, innit? Adding extras. And yours truly is still in NYC. Yes. yes. Still doing influencer life <laughs> with if his dry photos, <laughs> as I said alone. last week. <laughs> but if I see you walking around Walmart like with your camera phone in your face, I'll never talk to you again. I'm here for it. Yours truly. I just want to see the videos of him at Burner Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want to see. I'm low key jealous of that one. Yeah, Very so am I. No, it's quite high key now, right? Huh? It's going to be pretty high key because I announced it to the world. Not the world, but. Okay, oh, okay. wow. So, this is where you stop. <laughs> and we just continue because that was. Do not judge me by the limitations of your humour. Oh, no wow. Room, look, there's four of us and. <laughs> none of us no, laughed. None. That just means I'm special. It's fine. You yeah. have to be willing to live alone and stuff. Yeah, Don't yeah, touch me. Live alone, die alone, <laughs> as we say. You're the one who put this on this podcast, That's you know. Salty. <laughs> so you want to you know, you, know when, you know when you get in the car, he's gonna be like, "Do you remember what you said on the podcast?" No, like, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so salty since that one little. So when I'm so when I'm not here, you now want to come to the internet and say "born alone, die alone," like you don't oh, need come me. Come on. That's your weakness. Don't ever do that one again. <laughs> Any, he seriously, he jokes like he's been so every. We'll be in the grocery store. Grocery store? Where am I? We'll be in Tesco, and he'll be talking about it. We'll be here, born alone, die alone, isn't it? It's like no, because chill. if I came on the internet and did born alone, die alone, the the lecture, Ooh, the lecture, LSE worthy. I'm telling you, don't touch me. Anyway. Why are we here? Anywho, anyway, let's stop wasting so we are time. here today. To discuss Brexit, as we said last week. Yep. Um, just a little update from the last one, which we done in episode four. God, Didn't wow. even realize it was so long ago. Thirty mm. episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. We're going in, guys. We are well done, everybody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into what we're gonna, what we're going to be discussing, just please remember to subscribe, leave comments, ask questions, slide in the DMs. Only for podcast related. <laughs> but if you're hotty, you can slide into mine. Hey. Anyway. Miss <laughs> underscore K underscore V-A-N-G. <laughs> Just saying, isn't it? This is making sense, not Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Who's doing a disclaimer? Um, um, I will. As right. we always say, please remember we are not professional, legal, financial advisors. Um, everything we give you is food for thought. Um, mixed with a bit of our research and our opinions so don't take it as gospel um, we're here to inform but obviously if you're going to make any financial decisions or sign up to anything please just do your own research make sure you always do anything in life because we do not want to be liable makes perfect sense there you go make it sense it does it does make sense so um brexit why now why 30 episodes later um so there's been a lot of talk and chit chat around the uh, island border, mm-hmm. which was extremely interesting. Yes, I am a, a neek, but I can't hide that now anymore. So I find these kind mm-hmm. of things interesting. But just the history behind it, um, most of us will forgotten now because we're thinking about Islamic terrorists. But there were bombings and stuff in the UK many years ago mm-hmm. uh, coming from the IRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I vaguely remember it. We're probably a bit young for that. I don't remember. But it. Central London used to get bombs all the time, and a lot of guys at work used to tell me about it. Um, yeah, when that, you know, or it was known as the Troubles. It was mm. they called it, which I found such an understatement. <laughs> so there's a lot of talk around that. Um, you know, 
even in terms of is there going to be another referendum? How much people understood about Brexit when we Before voted for it? Voted. Um, you know, has it really started? So I had a conversation with one of my friends and he says, do you think Brexit's actually even started? And, you know, it has, but have we actually seen it? That is a question though. Like, yeah. has it happened? Because you got to remember, it's, 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 we're, only, we're less than a year away yeah. from leaving the EU. Uh, and there is talks of a transition deal. So it's not going to be, it doesn't seem to be anyway. And as I haven't delved in it too, too deeply, um, still catching up with Brexit. So, you know, maybe on on Twitter, I'll put some stuff. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. it's so, silent. Yeah. So there, it's, I think it's, it's a bit too silent that it's kind of scary. Exactly. It is. It definitely shows that there's a level of uncertainty. And yeah, 100%. And that's the thing. There is uncertainty. They don't know how these things are going to be delivered. They don't know what we're going to deliver. Um, and kind of the main top point around this episode was the article that Kalisha put in the group yeah. around um, the customs union mm. and potential increasing costs to the UK because of it. Okay. So, so with that, so the point of this article, we'll definitely put that in the show notes, is the, I believe the head of the of HMRC, so the people that collect our tax, mm-hmm. has come out and said that it's... Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the, the current option that Brexiteers, or pro-Brexit or Brexiteers as they're known, or people that basically want Brexit are going for is something called maximum facilitation. And what that means is we'll be out of the EU in terms of customs. So in terms of when imports and exports cross yeah. borders at the moment, there's not as much paperwork needed, not as much cost, and it's a lot easier to move products, that's goods with, and services. That's within the countries or states, as they call it, within the EU. Correct. Yeah. So with all those countries, we're in a customs union. Yeah. So goods and services can move around that custom union yeah. without with frictionless borders, I think they mentioned. So it's basically it's cheaper and easier to move things yeah. around yeah. the yeah. EU. Mm-hmm. If we leave the the conservatives, or, or and I think probably uh, p- politicians in general, are split in terms of wanting... Um, something called a partnership where we'd keep many of the same rules we have now um, but just in slightly different forms uh, and you know the technical size of it will be slightly different but in practicality it'll be very similar to what we have today mm. or maximum facilitation is c- a complete separation there's an agreement to work together on certain things yeah. but it's we're not keep keeping the same rules we'll make our own rules yeah. and that's the one thing that Brexiteers want they want the UK to have the power to make their own rules. They don't want things to be dictated by the U- European Union, which is one of the main drivers behind us actually leaving. Yeah. Um, so you was going to say? I read somewhere that the UK might have to extend the customs union membership. So there's going to be a transition deal. So, because mm. I say we're nearly, a, we're under a year away from actually leaving the EU and I don't think we're going to get to an agreement in time because some of these things uh, could potentially take two or three years to implement. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's where the uncertainty comes from me. And I think where it comes from business as well, that we've not decided what we're doing uh, yet. And we're still some way of deciding what we're doing. The how is still to be decided and mm-hmm. is going to take a hell of a long time. Some of these things are going to take years and we have months, you know, so we're going to have to have a transition deal where effectively Brexit is going to be postponed somewhat. So mm-hmm. we would officially have left, but various deals will stay in so place mm-hmm. uh, for a good couple of years. <laughs> So even from that standpoint, you know, it does, well, that's what it's seeming like anyway. Uh, they're not going to just be a hard no deal, yeah. which is what nobody wants. And they think that could damage both economies, both EU and yeah, the UK. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what you're leading to there. But I'd have to see the article. Okay. Um, but back to the article we're referring to is so maximum facilitation is what Brexiteers want, which is, you know, what a majority or a very powerful base in the Conservative Party want. Um, if that comes in place, basically it could cost an extra £20 billion just in terms of admin fees. £20 billion. Yes. £20 billion to the UK economy just because of increased admin fees um, because of this. 
Um, some pro-Brexit people have turned around and said, A, HMRC's uh, kind of reputation for forecasting this stuff isn't great. And they also think that it doesn't take into account other uh, potential opportunities we get from being able to negotiate our own trade deals with countries we possibly wasn't able to when we were part of the EU. Yeah. Uh, because obviously everything had to be done for the Through betterment of the EU, the not EU the individual. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So it's still up in the air. But I think from what I've seen, it, I think, yeah, it would add additional costs. Mm. And not just in terms of the fees, but just the time to fill out forms. It takes longer. So one of the things I, uh, I read, was something about just in time which is basically like a manufacturing kind of method that mm. is really super efficient yeah. and the yeah. reason why we can have cheap prices on certain things mm. any increase to the time to deliver things increases cost for consumers yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and i think that's to get to where it where it needs to get to for us that's how it impacts everyday people yeah. this cost will be passed on to somebody um as a consumer and if you're a business person small business person uh importing and exporting from these countries mm. you've got increased yeah. costs as well yep, yep, yep. um so i think that's why it's quite important uh, for people to understand. Yeah. But and that's pretty much a recent development that I think people should, you know, be vaguely in tune with and just keep up to date yeah. with what's happening. So but the main driver behind the government wanting to go this route, so exiting the customs union, is to just have the flexibility to create their own deals with whoever. Yeah. It, there, there must be a optimism behind those deals being better than what they're getting mm. now Correct. because why would you take that risk and step away yeah but then i understand it it's like so to make it extremely basic imagine the four of us make up the eu it's trading stuff between us it's like literally give it to you every time i see yeah you. and the, but we know that with other podcasts we won't just give this and that we have to charge whatever yeah we've agreed that we'll charge every podcast the exact same thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah agreed and i guess it makes sense because I guess the, the UK probably feel a bit stuck in the power that they have. Yeah. So, And that's the thing. So outside of immigration... Uh, which, Lack of power, maybe. Yeah, mm. exactly. So outside of immigration, the uh, ability to exert power or sovereignty mm. was probably one of the main drivers behind the drive for Brexit. Yeah. Um, and, that, and it all depends on your political stance, as I say. So someone like Theresa May, who is a remainder, um, will probably be more in favour of a closer... Or, or something that is closer to what we have now, yeah. just yeah. in... You know, for all intents and purposes, yeah, we're out of the EU, but practically we're still in. Mm-hmm. You know, I think someone like her will probably more lean towards that and, another, and people like her. We did discuss another country that's done that. We did mention So there are other thing. countries, and, and this is another thing you'll hear all these terms like Canada Plus, yeah. because there are non-European countries that have agreements with the EU. So I think what the UK government are trying to do is find other similar agreements yeah. and use that as a template almost yeah, to yeah. what we could do. Um, but irrespective of all of that, um, both those options, so, you know, the pro-remain option of having a, a, a customs union partnership or the, you know, the people that are against remaining or the Brexiteer view of having mm. just a clean break and having a uh, maximum facilitation, both of those options don't seem like they'd be uh, accepted by the European Union. Mm. And that's probably another thing I'd put on people's radars simply because from a cynical standpoint, many people believe that the EU have to make an example of the UK. Otherwise, other countries will similarly want to leave. And Mm. and with the rise of popularism, you know, in Germany, in Italy, in places like, you know, whatever, the reversal of globalisation is happening and countries are going back to wanting to be more singular than being joined up. So they kind of need to, some people, there's some school of thought believe they have to make an example of us. We have to fail. We have to go through hard times 
to stop other countries yeah. wanting to do that. Because if it's simple to do, why wouldn't everyone just step away from exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. Because that's the general atmosphere now. Look after your own, look mm. after yourself. Mm-mm. That is spreading across the globe, really, from yeah. a political standpoint. For me, all I can just think about is the cost. Yeah. What yeah. is the cost going to be for yeah. me? And I'm just scared that, oh, I think that we're going to just be hit with like a really big cost, whether mm. it's a VAT increase mm. or a tax increase just going to come out of nowhere and I then people so. are just going to be struggling. Yeah. I think so. I, I, I do think so. And costs. I think we're going to get told in such a short notice that... Well, it does seem that like they're behind on whatever the agreement should be and it just seems like there's a bit of a franticness now mm-hmm. because, like you said, it is less than a year and no one really knows what's happening. Like, Does anybody feel like they've felt no. a difference? No, nothing. The... I forgot about it. Yeah, no. same, same. So I've seen not a difference in my life other than things getting more expensive, mm. uh, the but weakness of the that, pound. The weakness of the pound is... So that's on, probably yeah. the first impact. The weakness of the pound makes my little while. Mm. Exactly. Well, since last November. Okay. So holidays have definitely so, got more expensive. Oh. For sure. And, e- and even cheap holidays to Europe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For this bank yeah. holiday. Yeah. I think it was to go to, I think it was like Madrid or somewhere or something, somewhere kind of warm, which was like 600 pounds. Yeah. That's ridiculous. When before I feel like you could have got that for like just under 300. Mm. But one point to remember uh, in the name of yours truly, which I know he wanted us to mention, what's happening in Turkey. So this is a little bit of a side topic, guys. So bear with me mm. quickly. Mm-hmm. But the Turkish lira has been massively decreasing over the last few years. So it is getting cheaper to go to Turkey because their their currency has been decreasing. Exactly why and the dynamics behind it, I don't know. Didn't they have that, um, a terrorist kind of attack in Turkey? Really? When on the beach or something? Yeah, because Turkey's on the radar now. Yeah, I think something happened on the beach like like two, three years ago. And then I think ever since then, people's been a bit hesitant of going. I think it was there, don't quote me. Where's the place that, always forget me, Sarah and Evelyn went. Sarah and Evelyn went on the day after. A mad terrorist attack where actually people came up onto the beach. Might have been Turkey. Yeah, weren't that not Turkey? Tur- it wasn't it Turkey. No, Was it no, not? Because I haven't been to Turkey. No. Okay, don't know. We'll put it in the show notes. Well, will we? <laughs> will we? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's a slight, a slight topic. So there are always going to be situations like that where uh, an individual circumstance within a country might make it cheaper. Um, but yeah, their 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 currency. Tunisia. Be... Okay, sorry. That's it. I had to. I had that's to. Yeah, um, so that's one topic. But yeah, back to our original point. Yeah, holidays have got more expensive. That's probably mm. the first impact to me. And that's an impact I've seen in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, the general increase in prices, some may argue, might be to do with other things. Mm-hmm. But I'd say that. Um, one other thing I've noticed is the UK government have been reaching it back out to the countries that are in the Commonwealth. Yes. I've so, think about one in Zimbabwe. Yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're, they're reaching back out. So so likes of Australia, uh, even Jamaica. They, they had everyone in the Commonwealth come over recently. Did so, you make it? That's very cheeky ex- after the wind rush. They, exactly. It happened around me. the same time because <laughs> the, the, I saw something on Good Morning where our, the Jamaican Prime Minister was talking about it. Um, he kind of kept it vanilla. He didn't really say too much. Mm. Um, but yeah, so from that standpoint, I'm seeing that we're now, you can see they're starting to make manoeuvres and moves to just make different relationships because the relationship with with Europe is going to be very different and is very uncertain. <coughs> yeah. But outside of that, I haven't seen anything that obvious, no. if I'm honest. Is there anything that you guys think is going to be an instant change? I don't know. I know this sounds like a dumb one, but little things like when you're coming from a European country in the airport and you can't join yeah. that queue. Yeah, it's going to be things like that. It's completely different. And you know, I love getting coming home and having a British passport and knowing yeah. I can bypass everybody Every, exactly. and yeah, just yeah, yeah. slide my passport in and just go through and everybody yeah. has to queue in that long queue. Yeah. Yeah. No more of yeah. that privilege. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. 
Um, and we're supposed to be changing our passports to blue or something yeah, like that I as heard well. About yeah, that, but yeah, that yeah. didn't pay much attention to that either because I just thought that was nonsense. <laughs> um, one other thing to mention, just a little bit more of a geeky thing. So GPS. So if you're a fan of Uber, this is why I think it's relevant. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Uber, if you use Waze, yeah. um, there's been a recent development in the fact that both everyone in Europe, we use the, the sat-nav system right now. The GPS mm-hmm. system is an American-built one. And we have to use that both for normal people like us and even for the military. And Europe, for some time, have been building their own satellite known as Galileo. And we've obviously been in, investing into that yeah. uh, as part of the EU. And now they're basically saying to us, you're no longer going to get access to this satellite and you're not getting your money back either. Yeah. So, yeah, the UK government said they're going to have to build their own satellite system <laughs> or be dependent upon, um, I think they'd have to buy their way into either the American one mm. or buy their way into the EU one, which either costs money. And they probably won't want to do for military strategic reasons. Yeah, you yeah. don't want, you want sovereignty of that to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's going to be something Sorry, as who well. came up with the idea of Brexit in the first place? Exactly, right? Like, um, there's, it's, it's like GDPR. Bor- who came up with the idea yeah. of that? Boris, you know what? I've not paid much attention to GDPR. I heard about it several months ago, but I was just... Do you know, I actually kind of hit for it in a certain I'm extent because so, cause I'm getting so much emails from people that I don't remember signing up yeah. to you. So and I can say, thing, remove right? my data, remove my yeah, data. Exactly. So it's a good thing for me. Yeah. I think so. But... I think as much as it's annoying, and I, say I, have, I need to really pay more attention to it, as much as it's annoying... And whatever, I still think it's a step in the right direction just because of what's happening at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think all of us need to be, uh, even I do it now, I, I'll read your privacy policy. Yeah, now. I've started yeah. to I'm read not, mine. I'm not yeah. skipping them. And the thing is, I, I want to try and post this if I can remember where I saw it. But some of these are so long. I think that's something that needs to be addressed as yeah. well. Yeah. Some of these privacy policies, one artist, he kind of put it on, on the wall. And one of them, in just normal, I think, size font 14 or whatever. Mm. Um, list it was as long as the wall and in onto the floor. That's how long it was. Put like well, twenty foot or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's how long some of these uh, privacy that's policies how they are. They get away with it because they know people aren't going to read it. But They're now not. you have to. Well, I, I guess if you're clicking agree that you've read the terms, then you're clicking agree. Yeah. But they have to make you aware yeah. of how they process in your data what they're planning to use it for and you have to agree it's not just yeah. oh yeah by the way we're using it for this you have to say yes and please read because there's so many that i've read that said oh yes we would give out your details to third parties yeah and yeah, yeah yeah i'm like excuse me yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. true that's why i'm very wary i don't sign up for free newsletters as no. much anymore yeah. if i'm gonna do it i do it from a dummy email address yeah i'm gonna give you a fake name and date of birth and address yeah. um i've got one of those you know you gotta obfuscate <laughs> your information um yeah. just to protect yourself sorry back to brexit back so to brexit. i took you on so <laughs> i took you on a side note it's fine um, so yeah, so, so that's the main thing around uh, the cost of the customs union. Um, yeah, we've already discussed how it's going to potentially impact the way we travel, um, both practically in terms of joining queues and the press. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? I don't know. That's the thing. When I I, I really try to think about okay, so importing and oh. exporting costs depending on where manufacturers get their stuff from. Depending on where they're importing it from, okay, costs will go up, which means costs as us the cons- costs to us the consumers will go up. Uh, I can't even think. Okay, maybe think it in a way of what do we have now that our kids might not have, yeah. or what do we have? We, what don't we have that our kids might have? Might have. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I think. I think definitely. Yeah, it's just access to Europe and... The flexibility to yeah. travel. Yeah, the flex- That's the only thing I can really think of, maybe because... I can't think of anything. But then again, okay, so that's the obvious one, right? And that's the one we can see. But then maybe the layer beneath that is imports and exports from Europe. So things, I don't know, do we know necessarily what we consume 
is produced in mm. European countries and is imported mm. to here. And then that's going to be, like I was just saying, that's going to be yeah. more expensive. Because those will become more yeah. expensive. So I think it's knowing the things you produce, where do they come from? Um, the things we export, you know, or, or even opportunities there. So right now with a weaker pound, it's actually been good for companies. So if you're a company that has businesses in Europe, getting your European money back into pounds is more advantageous for you now. You get mm. more for your money. Um, so they may have opportunity from that standpoint that we're able to be more dynamic with our, in terms of doing business with European countries. So that could be something they have that we don't have. Um, if we're able to get make these trade deals with other countries that we can't do now, there might be new industries they can work in. Yeah. Mm, you know, because one of the main true. issues a lot of um, Brexiteers had is that it just stopped us from doing what we needed to do for the benefit of our people because we always had to be think of the European yeah. whole. Mm. Uh, on the flip side, especially when it comes to things like human rights and all that kind of stuff and workers' rights, you know, people would argue that the EU are the ones that are driving us to have those. So yeah, we may not they have are. That. They're much more ahead. You know, so, and that's, I think, workers' rights and all that kind of stuff, immigration, which is a very, very popular thing on the Brexit com- in the Brexit conversation. That's, you know, could that's where issues could be. You know, travelling to and from our home countries could be made more difficult now. Don't know. Mm. Um, it could be made more easier. They may decide that, okay, China are engaging in Africa and the Caribbean. Um, we need to now as well. So mm. you, they may turn around and say, if you're from a Commonwealth country, you can come <coughs> come in a lot easier now because they need to have that link mm. with these countries because development's happening there, infrastructure's being built and, you know, they've got to play that game between them and China. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just the obvious things, you know, it's interest rates where they are, cost of living where, where that is, um, even housing. So it could impact that if we if European workers stop coming here yeah. In in their droves, then houses might become more affordable mm. because the demand will go down. Um, but it's 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 still very uncertain. Um, but I think people need to be keeping up to date with what's happening um, because we are drawing close to decisions having to be made. Yeah. And I think you can just go online and literally ask for Brexit updates. Yeah, and they'll give you just an update in where we are and what's causing delays. And yeah, there's some Brexit discussed. podcasts as well. Yeah. I can put that in the show notes. There's a couple that I listen to. Uh, one that's kind of pro-Brexit and one that's against it, just so I can get two views. Because um, it is interesting and I think there is arguments on both sides. I think sure. general consensus is that people don't really know much about it and know what's going to change just because it seems like everything's being rushed. Yeah. So information's not really being put out there. So like Kalisha said, are we just going to be hit with stuff with like very very short notice yeah Yeah. i think one thing i'd ask you both if you had a chance to i'm not going to ask you for your vote (laughs) i don't think we should be putting out our business like that but would you change the way you voted now no no okay do you know more about do you think you're more informed now than you were when you took the vote i am definitely more informed i think when i took the vote previously i was my reasoning behind it was that people just wanted to get rid of immigrants and be racist and make Britain yeah. great again. Yeah. That's the standpoint that I, I took yeah. when I was voting. Same. I'm more informed, but my vote still won't change. Yeah. Same here. Same. Same here. Do you think there should be a second referendum? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I, I think so because I think people now have done the research yep. and they're, they're more informed. You, uh, 100%. You've got, you've that's my... You know this, right? But well, it's definitely mentioned a lot. But one of the most uh, searched terms on, I think it was Google, or maybe on the internet, period, 
after the Brexit referendum was what is the EU? Yeah, see? So we all decided Yeah, that was commonly spoke about even at the time. After we decided to leave as a country, people didn't even know. People didn't know. And you know what? I I studied it in in like uni, college, whatever. But even I forgot some stuff, definitely details. And Mm. I definitely wasn't up to date with current affairs. I didn't know what the EU was doing at that point in time. Mm. I knew what the European Union was. But my decision wasn't too dissimilar to Sam's. Because I don't think think many people were that into politics. Mm. I definitely wasn't. I became a lot more, and I've I've seen it with a lot of people, I've become a lot more politically aware. Because we have to be now. (coughs) Exactly. Since Brexit, a lot of people become more politically aware. I definitely have. Um, And... I've had conversations with some people and they don't believe we should have a second referendum because they think, okay, if you have a second one, are you going to need a third one? You know, I've, I've read that um, they don't want to do a second one because it just makes a mockery of the, the government and the fact that you put something out which was That will make a, a mockery deal. of the government that other, other things haven't in the first then, place. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then to allow people, it's like, oh, actually, we didn't really think you'd vote this way, so let's do it again. So It, it, it does, but yeah, I agree. But I think that mockery has already been made. Yeah. I think no, most. I think so, yeah. but that's what that's yeah. one of the reasons why they won't go and do it. Yeah, agreed. Uh, if I was to give my opinion, I think that mockery's already been made. Most people understood that Cameron, Boris, and Michael Gove there did will be this a, with, yeah a massive change mm. if they did a second one. Yeah, yeah I a think massive so. change. I think so, um, but we'll see. I think some people are pushing for it. Um, I personally think we should. But I think when do they expect more. to do it? But we're halfway through the year. Yeah, exactly. and that's the thing. And that's, that's the thing. Ah. That is scary to think that we are actually halfway through the year. Yeah, we're, we're under a year June. away. Because it it's June, it is June. It's June. Yeah. and we're leaving March, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's yeah March nineteen. We actually leave officially. Do you Yikes. know what? Yeah, it's kind of scary because I have to um, renew my mortgage rates mm. and secure it. I probably have to secure it by the end of this year. Yeah. Just so I get good ones before before that. Before that. So yeah, that's, that's another thing I have to really start researching probably in the next month or two. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because yeah. uh, they've got to raise they've got to raise funds somehow, it's a good right? To have. And <laughs> with, as I say, I've already spoke about debt levels. People aren't going to want to increase increase that much. Mm. So it's got to come from somewhere. Mm. Whether it be taxes, interest rates, you name it. I think people just need to be aware that something's happening. So just be very cautious. Yeah, think things are about to change. Yeah. Uh, and I think the matter, no matter what your view is, definitely, I think most people agree that in the short term, it's going to get worse before it ever gets it's better. better yeah. Some people say it's going to get worse and stay worse. Others will say it's going to get worse and get better. But it's going to get worse. Because we'll be used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like with everything else. Yeah. It's like everything is just given to us and we're like, okay, okay we have we to go along with it. it. Yeah, exactly. it's true. But I don't know how much more used to people can get because we're now getting, as we mentioned in the debt episode, people with good jobs that are struggling mm. that are having to take on more debt and if they're taking on debt they're probably definitely not building assets yeah you know and that's where you want your economy to be going right um so it, how, how how long is that sustainable for mm. is would you guys consider moving to another country within the eu just to have the flexibility of staying within um if i didn't have kids or a child then yes for sure and i know a lot of people um without children <laughs> uh, are, are moving to like you know your amsterdam's your france's germany. or wherever germany yeah yeah you, you know we both know someone going if there. i was younger i would have said no but now i would literally move anywhere in the world just yeah. to have just a different experience yeah a good yeah. life yeah a good uh, life yeah. overall yeah. Yeah. definitely uh, yeah and i think not even just a european country maybe other countries yeah. your home countries 100%. as we've mentioned before yeah. i 100% believe uh if you just tack on recent developments in our home countries in terms of infrastructure investment and development there 
I definitely think we should be looking at them. A hundred percent. Even if just not as investment options, right? Things are happening there yeah. that we can take advantage of. So you should look at Europe, non-Europe. Yeah. I All I know is that when I go abroad, I still want to be able to use my phone and my data as normal. So please can we keep that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we didn't touch on that. And I'm pretty sure. I know. I think it will change. I think that's... I'm not sure because that was one of the first things. Because remember that new rule came in where you didn't... You have to do roaming. You can yeah, choose yeah, your date yeah. and your minutes. It came in after the Brexit. Vote. It did. Yeah. It did. It came so in, and I'm pretty changed. sure they said that wasn't going to be impacted. But you know, things change, right? I don't think. I think you'll still have access to it. I think maybe how much you pay for that service. Yeah. Because now it's part of your price plan. Yeah. Mm. So I, f- I can maybe, see that changing yeah. for sure. Yeah. Maybe you because that's just bit. too good to be true. Exactly. Hmm. And you're traveling outside of the EU now. Mm. Well. You're traveling out into the EU and your phone. Yeah. It sounds silly and trivial, but it's something. But all it takes is a, a political argument for someone to turn around and say, okay, this is our new rule now. You know, or if the UK does something to the EU, mm. they turn around and say, actually, yes, if your people are coming to our countries. We want this. Yes. We want yeah. this. That, that's how this stuff happens, yeah. right? So it's entirely possible. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think engaging with Europe is definitely going to get more expensive. Mm. Uh, but yes, there could be opportunities elsewhere. Yeah. That's what I'd say with Brexit. Um, just like you said keep up to date yeah because i do think this country is going to change because as i say many decisions that are now going to be taken are going to be uk driven and some of those will be for the better some of those will be for the worst Uh, we just need to know it's crazy that such a big decision has been made and we're now a year away from it being put into practice and there isn't well yeah and there isn't that i mean there's information yes if you dig but there's no obvious this is what's going to happen yeah crazy and that's because we still don't know and It's the, the the main thing the UK have been accused of is wanting their cake and eat it too. Um, so it's kind of what a lot of uh, the Europeans are saying is the UK were a part of making many of these rules that yeah. if you leave, you don't get this. If you leave, you don't get that. And now it's the UK leaving. Yeah. They're kind of wanting to go around those very rules. So it's like, well, no, you can't. When you was a part of it, this is how you would have punished anyone else yeah. wanting to leave. But now it's you that wants to leave. Yeah. You want to try and find negotiation. I but, something where it said, the UK needs to stop doing hide and seek and just agree to some terms <laughs> because it, they're just delaying. Yeah, but it's it's going to be difficult just because of how split uh, the Tory government is mm. and, and, and the Labour government too. Um, both are very split on... And we were split as a country, right? It was 50-50 the vote. So, yeah. It's very uncertain in every which way. So, yeah. Keep tuned and don't do anything rash with your finances, I'd say. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. And if you're going to research in advance. Mm. But not all doom and gloom. Do look at for those potential opportunities, you know. Um, if it is, you know, Australia or wherever it is, there's going to be opportunities. Keep in tune with that as well. Anyway. Um, look, Neighbours and Coronation Street are about to come back. I was going to say Australia. Anyway, um, yeah, thank you for that's listening. It. Yeah, I think um, that was our Brexit update. I don't know if you had any more. If you have any questions, please email us um, or contact us on our social media, Making Sense PC, Twitter and Instagram, info at makingsensepodcast.com for emails. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, please get at us. Um, let us know what your personal experience with Brexit is, what your opinion is on have, Brexit. Yeah, have you had um, it? Have you experienced anything? Yeah. Do you know something that we don't? yeah yeah indeed but yeah please reach out to us give us the information let us know and once again thank you for listening this is so off topic but have any of you actually noticed the sugar tax no no i haven't i haven't noticed it but i feel like maybe we just don't consume very sugary food i don't try not to i think i heard that ka is now who was someone don't piss me off what ka what (laughs) ka so there's ka um 
they've reduced the sugar in normal KA, mm-hmm. but then they've made another KA called premium or something. Oh, I feel like I heard something. Like well, I think that. I feel like you were telling me, and then yeah, so basically, I think I heard that on rest you pay home. more. Oh, okay, okay. You pay so. more, more for, t- that, for yeah. the normal. But yeah, I just wonder has anyone. What's, what's wrong with Jamie Oliver? Why does he go find something Why is he better? Getting out? dragged as well. Because it's because of him supposedly. Basically, the cost for unhealthy food, he wants to go up. But then the cost for healthy food is not going down. I'm sure he's the one that so, started all of this. He needs to yeah, he started the ones business. in the schools and all of that. What was, I was eating something yesterday. What was it? The um, <laughs> What was this lolly I told you I was eating yesterday? Uh, Twister. Round trees. Round trees, fruit pasta lolly. Have you, t- have you had that recently? No, does it taste? It tastes th- like rubbish. Oh. I, I actually put it back in the freezer because <laughs> I was like, okay... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they just said they just the sweetness is gone. Remember how Ribena's now dead? It's just, it's, it's, I mean, yes, it's for our, our kids. Will never know the true taste of Ribena. Right. Imagine that's probably, that's probably a good thing for me. The way I look at it, these foods have always been rubbish. They just now taste like the rubbish yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was. I was just wondering if anyone's. Um, no, I haven't actually. But, um, noticed it on the shelves. No, but it's a good point you make, though. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not good enough just for unhealthy food to go up if healthy food is going to stay high. Yeah, I mean, it mm. just, I feel like there are people that really do rely on some kind of food, foods that we probably never pick up. Yeah. But there's people that heavily rely on that. So yeah, yeah, of course. Them, you of know? course. There's a reason why people are buying these things yeah. at that price. But hey, that is all for another pod. But yeah, is that next week on Making Sense? Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it may be, it may be. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Why not? We've already started it. But, um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Tune in. Peace Take out. Care. Bye. Yeah, bye.